Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, everybody, let's get into it. Get stoked, get it started. Welcome, Big Brother fans. This is your Rad Reality Show Network. We connect you to the reality stars you love. I'm Cherry Garcia, and I'm so glad you can be here tonight with us for Manic Mondays with our beautiful host, Michelle Costa, from Big Brother Season 10, also known as the Portuguese Princess from Providence. have questions or comments, call in at one three four seven two three seven five five zero six. And once you're on our switchboard, please do remember to listen to the prompts and press the number one key on your phone. That lets us know that you want to join us on air and you're not just listening to the show from our switchboard. Now let's get this show started with a little intro for our host. Here we go. Go on. 
Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Rad Reality Show. It's September 17th, 2018. Thank you for being here tonight with us. I'm Cherry Garcia. It's time for the Manic Monday Show, hosted by Michelle Costa from Big Brother Season 10. Her guest tonight is Cody Dunlap, winner of Sci-Fi Stranded with a Million Dollars, which aired for one season in 2017. Cody is also a huge Big Brother fan, so they will be discussing Big Brother 20 tonight. If you have questions or comments for Cody or Michelle, you may click our link to join us in our chat room or call in to speak with Cody and Michelle on air at one three four seven two three seven five five zero six. Please remember to press the number one key on your phone. That lets us know that you're ready to join us on air. Before I bring up our host, I just want to say that there are hundreds of thousands of people who have been impacted by Hurricane Florence. So this is the time to think about others. They are without electricity. Many have lost their homes and everything they own to the floodwaters. In some cases, it's flooding in places where it has never, ever flooded before. People and pets are being evacuated to shelters, and they have no idea when they'll be able to return home or if they will have a home to return to. So please keep them in your prayers. They're going to need a lot of support for a long time to come. Please do what you can to help support them via the American Red Cross or similar groups. And if you can't help financially, just keep them in your daily prayers. It means so much. Thanks for hearing me out. Now let's bring up our host and get the show started. Hi, Michelle. How are you? Hello, Miss Cherry Pie. Uh, just wanted to say I agree with you 100%. If there's anything anybody can do in regards to uh, monetary or volunteering or just saying a prayer for all those people down um, south dealing with uh, Florence, uh, we all take all the prayers and everything that we can. Excuse me. I got it. just choked. And uh, try to just guide them through these rough this rough week, I mean, this hurricane is just sitting on top of them. It's crazy. Um, so definitely wishing them all, uh, you know, best. And getting them back to daily routine, which is going to take a little bit. But um, So we have a great show tonight. I'm excited. There's so much to talk about. Um, Cody's going to be on. He's got his opinions. We're going to hear it about big brother, um, and also about his um, time that he spent on the Strand um, with a million dollars, Strand with a million dollars, where he won. Uh, so we'll touch base a little bit with that, um, see where he's been, and then obviously talk about Big Brother 20. Um, before we get into um, getting Cody on, which he'll be on in a few minutes, just wanted to get your thoughts, Cherry, because um, we're going to have um, a hour show tonight. So once we start getting talking, then it's kind of hard to go back to this. So I wanted to get your opinion on this just to see what you thought. Um, we've been watching Big Brother for many, many years, many, 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 many years. And we had a little bit of a different uh, exit, I guess you could say, uh, with Julie Chen on Thursday show. Um, what is your opinion on uh, how Julie exited the show? On Thursday, cherry pie. My husband and I have been watching Big Brother since season one. We've seen every episode there is. And even my husband noticed how she changed her sign-off. And I think it was Julie...
showing solidarity with her husband. Yeah. I think that was simply her saying, I'm standing strong with my husband. I am Julie Chen Moonves. And I'm standing strong with Les Moonves. And I think that's all, you know, basically what she was saying. Yeah, a lot of people had a, a lot of different opinions. You know, a lot of people thought it was a slap in the face to the victims. A lot of people thought it was a slap in the face to CBS. And all I got to say is probably it might have been also a conflict of interest, the fact that this has been the first time that she did the show that her husband was no longer the president. So maybe she just always wanted to keep it kind of like Julie Chen because, you know, her husband was the president of CBS and probably always thought that it was like tacky to say her full name because of him being the president. And then she finally was able to say it that, that time. Um, we don't know what happens behind closed doors. We don't know what's going on with Julie and Les. She's, you know, at this point right now, she's sticking by her band. But, you know, I could see where a lot of people, Cherry, kind of got offended by it. I mean, regards to they said there was a slap in the face for the victims. And, um, you know, I, I think I see everybody's side on this. It was trending number one on Twitter. Um, and poor Brett was also hashtag Brent. Because I think Julie was kind of trying to figure out in her head how she was going to go about it. In the meantime, doing so, Cherry, she called Brett Brent. So um, I think uh, Brett's face was a little bit kind of, he got backdoored and then he didn't really know what was going on in the front scenes. (laughs) Because I guess we, we all know. He just got backdoored, and then Julie, Dor- Julie Chen backdoored CBS. Um, so there was a lot going on with that episode. Um, and we did get confirmation today uh, that she actually is no longer going to be with the talk. So uh, we kind of already knew That's that. I had bad. a feeling about it. Yeah, I had a feeling that she wasn't going to, especially the fact that she did say her name in full. Which some people probably be like, what's the big deal? But that's because she doesn't want to talk about what's going on. And the talk is about talking. (laughs) About stuff like this. So I think it was written in stone that, uh, you know, she wasn't going to come back. Now, on the other hand, her hosting Big Brother Cherry, nobody has to ask her questions about her relationship, about anything she's the one that's in charge she controls right you know the her situation so i think she's going to do the rest of the shows which is a live eviction well no not a live eviction it's going to be a secret eviction tape tuesday it's going to air wednesday we got the thursday live eviction and then we got the finale um wednesday the 26th and I think that once that's done, Cherry, I think she might just pack her bags and kind of go into, like, maybe just family mode and spend time with her family. 
um, and and not come back for Big Brother. I don't know. I don't I don't know how that's going to work out, but she will finish it out. I believe so. So a lot of people are concerned, and a lot of people are concerned. Like if Julie quits, what's going to happen to Big Brother? Well, you know what? Big Brother will continue on because we have great fans, great people that watch it. Uh, we talk about it way too much. I mean, we were trending Big Brother, uh, I think it was second around on social media. Um, so, you know, if, if CBS doesn't want to pick them up, I know another channel will, but we do have, Cherry, uh, the Celebrity Big Brother 2 because they picked up another um, on the last Celebrity Big Brother, well, the first one, um, they did get renewed for a second one. So that gives CBS a little bit of time to be able to find a host because it's probably going to be around January, I'd say, January or February. So it's just yes, one of those things, see. everybody. Time will tell. We shall Your guess see is, on is right. All right, and we'll definitely get uh, what his thoughts are. Um, let's bring up our guests and let's some big brother. We have Cody Dunlap on the air with you. What? Hey, what's up, guys? It was killing me being muted all that time when you guys were talking about all those things. So it feels good to be released well, listen, just... into the uh, into the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, I wanted to talk about it with Cherry because she goes into silent mode and she screens all the calls and stuff like that. So I wanted just to see what her opinion was on that. But what's go, what's going on, Cody? Welcome to Manic Monday. Thanks for being on. Hey, I'm excited to be here. I'm glad you invited me. I'd never heard of it before, but I'm really excited about it. I think I uh, did a little research on it uh, this week, and it's awesome. I mean, shows like this, I feel like, you know, you just said, you just mentioned Big Brother won't get canceled. I think, like, what people need to kind of realize is they won't get canceled because people like you devoting your time to shows like this, it's what kind of keeps it alive and keeps pumping oxygen into, you know, the show's lungs, really. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely uh, social media involved, like 100% in all aspects, no matter what type of social media you're on. Um, and even people who don't go on social media, um, they're just watching the show. I mean, it's been, the ratings have been great. Um, so I just think it's more of a, people kind of just assume Julie Chen is, you know, the staple of it. But really, in actuality, it's an interchangeable part. So um, she's done her duty and her due diligence. And sometimes, Cody, you got to, like, cut the rope and let somebody else take the reins. What What are your thoughts on the whole Julie Chen situation? You know, it's kind of crazy because after breath eviction, I was kind of like, that was like the last straw for me. And I was like, fuck Angela. And fuck Tyler. And honestly, just sorry, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that on this. Um, but oh yeah. But I'm like, yep. Okay. Swear okay. if you like. Um, <laughs> but I'm just like, I'm so over it. One, these shows are so producer influenced and driven. And then two, like, I'm so sick of investing like tens of hours of my life to these shows, and then in the end, I just get stuck with like a bad taste in my mouth. Like, there's so many directions the show could end that would just piss me off and probably piss off the majority of viewers. So I was kind of like, I'm over it. And then all of a sudden when I started seeing this Julie Chen stuff, a new host, I mean, I would give any new host a chance just because it's it's getting so repetitive that it'll be interesting to see maybe a new host will be 
uh, would give us a breath of fresh air as, as viewers, kind of. So do you think, like, because um, a lot of people are saying, oh, it should be, you know, uh, one of the people that were on Celebrity Big Brother, like uh, like Ross, um, or it should be a past house guest. And then there's some people like, you know, absolutely not. But I think at the at the end of the day, it's got to be somebody who loves Big Brother, who knows Big Brother. And, you know, I would rather have somebody who's a diehard Big Brother fan. They might not be the best host, but... I would rather have that than somebody who doesn't know what the Big Brother game's about or the history of Big Brother. Agreed? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, and honestly, Julie, it's going to be hard to imagine somebody doing it better than Julie because I feel like she really does crush it in her role, especially the exit interviews, uh, the way she lays into people, but in a way that's still professional and still doesn't really show the, you know, her cards of what she's seen as a viewer watching the feeds and stuff. Like, it's just perfect. She's got it down to a T. Uh, so you need someone with a lot of skill. I think I would like to see Dr. Will do it. Um, I don't know how people feel about that, but I think that he, you know, just watching how he's managed the round table in the jury house the last couple of years, I think that he has the skill set for it for sure if he's interested. I'm wondering, yeah, he's a pretty busy guy with his uh, – um his practice and uh he's actually I saw him on uh what show was it? It was like one of the Bravo shows. So uh he he's definitely a busy guy. Uh I mean he's in the California area so he wouldn't have to relocate. Uh and it's you know, for a summer, so we'll we'll see. They're gonna have to find somebody, Cody, because they have Celebrity Big Brother US that they renewed, so um, they got plenty of time to do so, and and we're just speculating if Julie does leave. But I mean, it's pretty much cut and dry. She left the uh, talk today, and I think she's just going to bow out. I'm just curious if she's going to say anything at the uh, finale if she does bow. Oh yeah, it's so tricky. It's so interesting. It actually like if this wasn't going down, this might be the difference for me personally in watching these last few episodes uh, versus just checking to see what happens afterwards because it's really fascinating. Um, she took a little jab with the last name there, but she really can, yes. she has time to plan, plan something extreme uh, and really drop a bomb, and she doesn't have much to lose either. I mean, she's probably she got all the money she possibly needs. She has no reason. It's not like she needs to host Big Brother. She can easily walk away, and she's standing by her husband. Uh, so her already putting herself in that position, I don't see why she wouldn't drop a bomb on the last, you know, last chance she gets. I, I know I would. So <laughs> I'm curious. I mean, they probably got their finger on her mic button. Like they're probably just gonna like hover over it, and the minute she starts probably saying anything, I think like if she's gonna say anything, it's just about how. She's enjoyed her time for the past however many years, and she really appreciates Like, I don't think she's going to go, like, out with a bang, you know, kind of like, I don't think it's going to be, like, a speech like Scotty's, which was pretty funny. I'm not sure why he's being blackballed, which was stuff that I read. But, um, you know, I think she's just going to be kind of, like, respectful. I mean, this has been kind of her baby, too, for the past, I mean, how many years? <laughs> 20? So... It's interesting to see how this all plays out. Um, but this is just a little bit. We're not even talking about actual Big Brother. Now, Cody, first off, um, I just want to say congratulations on your win, uh, Stranded with a Million Dollars. How cool is that? I mean, I was a uh, watcher 
of The Stranded with a Million Dollars. Talk about your experience there before we move on to Big Brother. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's such a dream come true because being a super fan of all these competition reality TV shows my whole life, I always, like, I always envisioned getting on a show and winning, you know, money. And um, in that moment and all the moments that led up to it, it was – it's hard to put in words really how much it meant to me. Um, but I'm truly thankful for that. I wish that Stranded had became a staple on MTV. I think it could have really, um, really added a different flavor to the to the game of reality t- competition TV. But man, just a dream come true. Just really awesome. I mean, I'm sure any fan of Big Brother or any show could imagine if you got to go on one, just what what a great thing that would be. Yeah, it was pretty crazy watching it. I mean. Um, it was just so so many different types of situations that you guys were in and then having to move locations and having to carry everything and deciding what you're going to get, what you're not going to get. And it was getting really dicey near the end. But uh, do you keep in contact with anybody? Do you guys ever do like some reunions together, some group messages, or did you guys kind of just go your separate ways? Just went our separate ways. Um, and I kind of, uh, to expand on that too, one, when you see people screw each other over on reality TV, before I went through it, I kind of thought like I was always against it. But after seeing how everyone's gone their separate ways, I truly don't like hold it against people who screw their best friend on a TV show because ultimately it's not that they're screwing their best friend, they're just helping the people that they do love and spend every day with get a little bit more money. And then also a uh, uh, different thought it's interesting because I think if Stranded had blown up and it had became a staple on MTV where they had season two, three, and just kept going, I think everyone would have stayed in touch a lot more and, um, you know, those relationships would have grown. It's fascinating to think about that because when I see Big Brother, a lot of times I think, you know, fame and then the money that comes from having fame on social media these days is really what holds a lot of the relationships together. And I think, hmm, if you guys didn't have uh, 100,000 Instagram followers that, like, were in common and you guys didn't make money off of your followings, I wonder if those relationships would be, you know, as alive as they are. Curious, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's some that are for, you know, they – go to meet and greets and they, you know, do little things like that where they, it's monetary value. So that's probably like a business relationship. And then, you know, there's people that, um, you know, that you'll always have a bond with, but you might just not talk to. Um, And then there's people that, you know, you talk to every day or, you know, you communicate with more. Like I, I actually have more communication with, even though I communicate with my season um, doing all the different events, I have, you know, more communication with ones from other seasons. So, but actually I just did a a reunion yesterday. It was my 10 years from uh, Big Brother 10's finale. And Dan had put something together and it was the first time I had talked to Dan. Um, We talked on like a FaceTime or Instagram thing, but that was the first time that I had seen him in 10 years. So um, it was pretty wild. But yeah, I mean, I can see where, if you guys had like another season, you know, you guys would stick together and stuff. But now do you you ever think about like the fact that now that they have like Big Brother and MTV, like the challenge and you are the one and all that kind of stuff. Now they're doing like the challenge 
Um, would that be something that you'd be interested in doing if they, they asked you to do that? Yeah, of course. Um, the, the real route that I took in going on Stranded, and even before, uh, you know, it's cool that you mentioned Dan because I was a student of his. I put in a lot of hours um, learning from him and his how to get on reality TV podcasts and YouTube channel. Um, but, yeah, one of, the, one of the reasons I selected Stranded, I, I had a lot of success when I turned 21 applying for these shows for the first time. And when I selected Stranded when I just turned 22, so just like a little over a year into applying, I, I ultimately went that route because I thought it would lead to the challenge, which would lead to me being, you know, endless opportunities of going on a competition show. So, yeah, I mean, I'm applying, I'll apply to Survivor and I'll apply to Big Brother. I'll keep applying to all these shows um, and, and see if it hits. A lot of people give me flack for that in the community of reality TV fans, but, like, I don't understand how people don't understand, like, once you get a taste of one show, it's, it's addictive. It's so much fun. It's such a great experience. Like, of course you want more. Um, and, and I would love to compete again. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm a competitor. So if you give me the opportunity to compete, whether that be like socially or emotionally or actual physically, like the challenge, then I'd be, I'd get amped up for that, you know. So you've applied for Big Brother before. Have you made it to like, I mean, you can't probably tell me details, details, but did you make it at least like the semis or anything like that? Because I think you applied before you went to the strand, uh, stranded, right? Um, well, the only time the only time I got to apply for Big Brother was um, that I heard back at all was uh, I got I got a personal invite to come to the the in person interviews, so it wasn't like uh, it wasn't like just showing up. It was like they saw they reviewed my stuff. And uh, I guess it would have been in a, a separate, I don't know how it works, but I mean, when I got that email, I was a week away from going on Stranded. So oh, wow. I, gave it some, I gave it some thought about backing out of Stranded, but ultimately Stranded was so appealing to me because one, it was in my wheelhouse. My skill set was just perfect for a, a survival type show. And then two, um, I don't know how familiar you are with MTV shows, but I knew that Real World was coming to an end and the challenge was based off of Real World and Road Rules, and the yeah. two feeder shows had shifted from that to Real World and Are You the One, and I knew Real World was ending, so I was envisioning that Stranded and Are You the One would be the two feeder shows to the challenge. Uh, so I wanted to really um, submit myself into a, a big role on Stranded, and I knew I could do that. So that's, that was my line of thought. And I came so close. I mean, they were tweeting promotional, like, Photoshop pictures of like challenge uh, competitors with like my face on their body and it was like it was crazy I mean they, they made the theme of the challenge dirty 30 uh, lining up to air right after people would have seen me uh, shit in the water source so it was like they made the theme so that I fit into it they're posting pictures and then um, you know I know leadership changed at at MTV a few times from the time I had filmed Stranded to the time it aired and I guess they just decided to go a different route, unfortunately. Yeah, those type of situations, you know, it's kind of one of those things. It's a roll of the dice. So, um, but, yeah, I mean, I could see you on the challenge. I could definitely see you because now they're definitely intermingling a lot of different reality shows. I mean, they've even got people from overseas 
X on the beach or, you know, all those different um, love beach or something like that. Um, and now they've got Big Brother. I mean, they've been doing it for a couple of um, of the different episodes, which I, I watch all that stuff because I love reality TV. So anyway, that's great. I mean, what can you what can you tell people like you know that 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 just need like a quick advice of how to cast or videos or anything like that? What's the best advice you could say? Tell somebody. Well, check out Dan Giesling's How to Get on Reality TV stuff for sure, and it's a lot of reverse engineering. So what I mean by that is, you want to look at every phase of casting. There's about three to five phases depending on what show. You want to, it's like a job interview. You want to say the things that they want to hear, and you want to be the person that they want to hire for the slot. Um, so know your character type and play that up. So if that's the overly religious African American um, that keeps it classy but can pop the fuck off, then, and you're not that person, but you fit into that role, when they look at you, they're going to think of that person then be that person while you're auditioning. Reality TV is a dirty game, and ultimately there's no rules. If you ever get on a show, you'll see behind the scenes there's no rules to this game. So you might as well start the lying early, and I recommend, uh, I recommend you know, lying to be what they want in casting. A lot of people say don't do that. The reason they say don't do that is because they want you to be genuine. So if you're, like, horrible at acting and horrible at lying, then, yeah, go a different route, but if you can pretend to be exactly like Bailey or exactly like Swaggy C or exactly like, uh, you know, the fitness dudes that we see every season, pretend to be that during casting and then do whatever you want once you're on the show. But also there's a lot of different um, sections you have to go through in regards to casting. So sometimes, you know, it doesn't come out in the rinse, comes out in the wash. So if, if you're putting off this front like that you're this, that, and the other, eventually they're going to break through that you might not be uh, ready for a camera. You might not be ready for lying if that's what you're giving. You know, like you've got to keep that up if that's what you plan on doing. For people who don't plan on doing that, you know, it's probably not going to work out for them. And if you're a person that can't lie, and they they definitely need a slot for people that, you know, are very passive and stuff. So there's all different types of slots. You just got to figure out where, where you would fit in and what show that you would be interested okay. in. Okay, so. yeah, to- totally true. I would say, uh, to say it in a better way, um, don't necessarily lie completely, but don't be afraid to stretch the shit out of the truth, if that yeah. makes sense. Exactly. More than the of yourself. <laughs> yeah, morph, in, morph into the role that you are closest to. Whoever you have most in common with, that is a type of the last 20 seasons. That's right. All right, well, you guys got the background, and uh, you also do some um, eBay selling, and um, you, you do pretty good at that. I was watching one of your videos with you going to the Nike outlet. Um, so <laughs> you know what you're doing with that. So if you guys need some tips, um, you're trying to sell some stuff on eBay or you got your own little business, um, make sure you follow him on his YouTube channel. So we'll, uh, we'll make sure we pop that in at the end of the show so you can um, just, let them know exactly where to find just, you. Just launched a second YouTube channel too. So I've got the resale niche and then I've got the 
sports betting niche. So I'm trying to attack the social media game from multiple angles. Nice. Awesome. All right. Well, let's talk about Big Brother. We got about uh, 20 minutes. Um, so let's get into that because we've had a crazy season so far. Uh, Cody, so how long have you been watching Big Brother? Like, are you a super duper fan? Are you a live feedster? Like, tell us. Well, I got into the game a little late, so I started watching. Uh, first season I watched live was 15, and then first feeds was probably like 17. Uh, I have binge watched, you know, most seasons uh, on CBS All Access, and I mean, obviously, as far as like uh, 19 and 20 go, and you know, really, you can throw 18 in there too. I've been as heavily invested as anyone. I mean, anyone who follows me on Twitter sees, or even if you just check the BB20 hashtag, I mean, I'm sure you see me pop up a lot. So uh, right now I'm as invested as you can get. Um, Like I said, though, I'm kind of thinking about moving on from it because it's so frustrating. I mean, a lot, I consider this season to be like one of the best seasons that can happen these days. Uh, with all those things considered. And the ending is just going to leave such a sour taste in my mouth that it's like I'm questioning if it's even worth uh, devoting all the time into watching it anymore personally. Well, I think that comes along with anything, right? So so we watch Big Brother and we, we got our picks and who we want. And then, you know, nine times out of ten for me, I always end up picking the ones that shoot themselves in the foot or the worst alliance <laughs> or like, I'm just kind of like, God darn it. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> like, what did I do? <laughs> Why did I go with this route? You know, cause I was a Fote fan. Oh, if that's how you say it, Fote, Fote, whatever. <laughs> it was a, a big mess. I was a hive uh, fan, you know, and, but, but yet from the beginning I picked Casey as who I thought was going to, was going to win. So, I mean, that's like the one thing that I can say, but I mean, it was painful to watch Cody, them just shooting themselves in their own foot. So, um, and it's just one of those things that you just watch and you're like, Oh God, I'll never watch big brother again. And then you're like, okay, so what's going on on social media, what they do on the live feeds, who are you rooting for from the beginning? Who are you uh, just was one of the people that stuck out to you in the beginning? I would say Brett stood out. I mean, I thought his ability to interview was uh, phenomenal. He has, he's great, has great talent in interviews. And what really disappointed me these last couple of weeks was they started feeding him corny one-liners. And I was like, this dude is a natural. Like, he's one of those dudes that you send in your most quiet producer to interview and let him run the interview. It's not like you're trying to coach. Like, you don't need to coach that type of talent up. And they started doing that, and it kind of – annoyed me a little bit because his interviews didn't seem as authentic recently. The thing about Brett is, number one, in the beginning, I was like, okay, I don't mind him, but him and Winston together, I just, it, it was not working for me. The bras, the bras, the bras, the bras. It was just not working for me. And I don't think it was working for him as well. Once Winston left, I kind of feel like Brett got into his, like, groove. Like, Brett got his groove back, right? So um, I think that his diary rooms are awesome. I think they're hilarious, very entertaining. Um, 
I thought that he was playing a good game until it got to the point where he was just working with the wrong people and trusting Tyler, um, telling him things like you would tell your what ride or die, right? Um, yeah, but and it ended up shooting him in the foot. It's frustrating because I feel like that was the right move for Brett was to team up with Tyler. The problem with Tyler is he he's okay. So it's hard to play poker with people that don't know how to play poker. It's actually easier to play people who know what they're doing a little bit. And Tyler's playing the game like a complete idiot where he's assuming that he'll beat people he won't beat in the final two. And he's not understanding that he will beat certain individuals that he's just not thinking about. And it's so frustrating to watch because I think that Brett and Tyler, it made a lot of sense for them to, to ride with each other. Um, and it just sucks that it didn't work that way. But at the same time, like you can't, Monday morning quarterback it and say because it didn't work out, Brett's an idiot. Because if it did work out, people would be like, oh, Brett's one of the greatest ever. And it's like, I don't want to be results like driven with my opinions. I, I think that was a good move for him to stay loyal to uh, to Tyler. It's just a shame that Tyler, for whatever reason, really wanted Brett out hard. Well, yeah, and I think that, you know, Tyler with his multiple final twos, um, you know, and then now with the showmance, that kind of seems like it's fourth showmance um, in regards to what we see on, you know, the, in the CBS aspect of it. Um, and so um, I think that he, him and Tyler, if Tyler was smart, um, maybe should have maybe listened to him in regards to that. But he was just so intertwined with a lot of people in there that it just, it wasn't, it wasn't the right timing for Brett. And um, once, once they had, was the double eviction happened, then he, he set his sights on, on getting him out with the, with the least amount of blood and having to explain himself, you know? Well, so, don't you think I the think best, Ty, one, I think it would have been better for, I think it would have been better for Tyler's, obviously Tyler should have thrown that HOH, but given the fact he won the HOH, if he was going to turn on anyone in level six, it should have been Casey because Casey will beat him in the final two over oh, anyone yeah. else in that house. So I think Brett was on the right train of thought. It's just, unfortunately, Tyler didn't see it as clearly. Michelle? Oh, yeah. I mean, yes. You have a call? Yes, Cherry. From okay, somebody else on another big brother. You have. Oh. Lawan, we got a hi, Lawan. Oh, hey! Hello, Lawan. What a surprise! I was expecting <laughs> you to be calling in. What's going on? Nothing much. I was taking a break, and I said, "You know what? It's Manic Monday. Let me call in." <laughs> well, Lawan, I don't know if you were able to hear, but we got Cody on. Um, Cody was on um, Stranded with a Million Dollars, and he won. So if you want to say what's up to him. Hey, what's up, Cody? Hey, what's up, Lawan? I'm glad you joined us. All the cool kids are here now. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I just wanted to say we saw your uh, appearance on um, the movie, the Netflix, the BB Netflix <laughs> and Chill, Lawan. We, so we now, all I saw was- you. I was I was just as shocked as everybody else. 
Like I, everybody was texting me and at Twitter. I was like, wait a minute, what's going on? They were like, you are on the HOH comp. I'm like, no, I'm not. They're like, no, you really are on the comp. They've got you uh, at this little wonderful life. I was like, no. So then when it came on the West Coast, I turned in and, yeah, it was cool. I was like, oh, man. You know, I was cool. Was, I was, I was, yeah, I, you, you made two I was, of them. Netflix and I, Jill right. I, I, Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that was so cool, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that's nice. I, it was a pleasant surprise for you popping in and saying hi. I appreciate that. And uh, mm-hmm. I know Cody appreciates it, too, because Cody's a Big Brother fan. And um, Cody, are you going to the – you're not going to the finale, are you? Where do you live, Cody? No, I'm in uh, Central Texas. I, I don't go to much of these things in person, like the meetups and all that. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm for me – I like uh-huh. the social media interaction a lot, and I like actually being on the show. But I, I've I've never participated in any of uh, any of that stuff in person, really. Oh wow! Okay. You should. But you, you should. should. Yeah. It's, it's fun. Maybe it's cool kids like, elbow. Like, look, look, it's cool kids like us that uh, you can uh, you know hang out with. <laughs> <laughs> And you oh, you notice yeah. that laugh, right? You notice that laugh. So I, I, when I say that, um, it's 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 fun to hang out with me and Michelle. Put it like that. Yes. <laughs> yes. We are just a ball of fun, Cody. If I ever go to if I ever go to one of these events, I'll be sure to uh, find you guys. <laughs> so what do you, you think about this season? It. What do you think about this season, Cody? Well, I was just saying, um, I feel like it, it couldn't have gone uh, better in many ways, but also at the end of the day, I think almost 99% of fans are going to have disgust, a disgusting taste in their mouth regardless of who wins. Um, you know, obviously if Casey won, I think a lot of people would be happy with that, but this right. season could really go a bad direction, and it's unfortunate to invest all this time into watching a show and then I mean, imagine if you saw somebody you really hated win 500000 It It honestly would make me sick seeing people that are so unlikable win so much money. I mean, I, I'm just not a big fan of it, you know? We see it a lot, though. Oh. <laughs> Depending on who you ask. Oh, Depending yeah. Who you ask. Everybody's got their faves. <laughs> it is tough. It is tough. But, I mean, like, I don't even mean, like, favorites and dislike. I mean, like, Angela has been such just a piece of trash human the whole summer. Um, and, yeah, she's kind of uh, I see... very mean. I always <laughs> tell like... people. Very mean. Yeah, I always tell people too, and this is just Michelle can attest to it. You know, when you first go in there, everybody is a character. You know, everybody's you know like, hey, we're gonna play this game, woo woo woo. But as the game progresses, like towards the end or towards the middle of the season, you start seeing how people really are. Like you see people's true colors towards the end. And I feel like if you don't go in the house being yourself or, you know, just, you know, just being you, you'll, you'll, you'll find that. And, and I think when it comes to, like, like you're saying, having a bad taste in mouth sometimes with some of the winners that may happen to become winners on these shows, period, it's sad because it's like 
wow, this is how this person really is. I, 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 I'm going to tell you, I know from firsthand experience, I really feel like what you see people, the way you see people act on TV is really how they are inside the house. Like, when you when they got outside the house, they're probably worse. But, you know, I just feel like you see people for who they are when, when them cameras are rolling, and especially if they're looking at the live feed. Like, I, I, I don't watch the live feed, so I don't – I'm just going by, you know, what I hear, like, on social media or whatever. But, and what I see, and, like, we all know, I mean, you know, stuff is edited. So, but when these live feeders come on in and they talk about what these people have done and all that, I'd be like, wow. And I, sometimes I think it's sad, like you're saying, because I think everybody would be glad, very happy if Casey wins. But it it could go, it, it could just go so many ways now. It's just like, <laughs> Imagine Cody and Lawan. I mean, I just feel like imagine if JC wins. Imagine if JC wins. I mean, I think shit's gonna hit the fan. And I just feel like, and to piggyback on that, I just really feel as far as like I have to say, and me and I can attest, Michelle can attest. I want to say this has been one of the greatest, great seasons in a long time. Like they couldn't pick, they couldn't pick a better cast. I mean, they came in and they was being themselves, and I mean, it, it, and the alliance level six has been one of the best alliances that just played for the alliance in a long time. Like they played the game for the alliance, and now they're playing, you know, to win. And it's unfortunate that some of them are breaking up. And and I've never seen like I've never seen so many showmancers. That's another thing. Like it's about what two or three couples now. It's like three couples, right? Mm-hmm. It's like more like the Bachelor, Bachelorette than anything. Yeah, like I've never seen so many couples and showmances like it is like this season. It's just like which one's gonna last, which one's not gonna last. It's like it's just crazy. I, I just, but it's all in all to me, it was a good season. I would have to say it was one to watch. I think. Yeah. No, Cody, no. What did you think of like all the different twists and stuff? What do you think of all the different twists? Like, what did you think about like the hacker? And these flowers that I kind love, of flop. I, 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 I love that, but I think towards the end it got kind of floppy. You know, it was like, okay, you know, uh, uh, he had, uh, what's his name? Look, I'm, uh, Tyler had the, the, the app in the cloud, you know, for yeah, look, what? Nobody it used like, any of these uh Right. They never used it. And it was like, whatever. Right. So I just think towards the end it got like, okay, now let's. Let's let's get this game going because it's like I don't know. I think it kind of slowed like it down a little. I like them a lot too. I like them a lot too. And, and really, what I like about them is it really exposes who is a great game player and who's not because exactly. you can prepare for you can prepare all day long for power of veto and HOH and all this, but then when a curveball is thrown at you, how do you react on the fly and use an advantage that's never been seen before? in a way that helps your game versus hurts it. Like we saw Haley just freaking blow her own game up with the hacker comp for no reason. Um, and we saw Bailey, Bailey blew, uh, shot herself in the foot too with her, her thing because her, her uh, advantage was something that was only an advantage if nobody knew about it. As soon as people know about it, it's a disadvantage. And she wasn't able right. to understand yeah. that. And then as, as soon as she let it slip, she was the biggest target in the freaking house, regardless of who was on yeah. her side or wasn't. So it, it's interesting yeah. throwing curveballs in there, and they got to do it. Twenty seasons into the show, they have to create oh, new yeah. twists oh, every yeah. season. They have to. Oh yeah. 
Oh, yeah. I, I just don't understand. Good. I would love a power. I would love to have had a power. And if I had a power <laughs> and it said don't tell anybody, I wouldn't tell okay, anybody. And that's, okay, now that's another thing. Well, you know, of course, I know this. I wouldn't have told nobody that I had a power. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why? It seemed like everybody told somebody that they had this power. Yeah, why? What's wrong? I don't understand oh, why. The wrong people. Well, I, I don't know why telling anyone that. That's what I'm saying. Like, it was defeating the purpose of you having that power, I guess, to me. I just feel like, don't tell them. Like, they will immediately go and say, that's what I do, got the power. No. See, Wait till you need to yeah, use I, it. But they were telling the power to the like people that it's not even their alliance member. Like I think Bailey told um, Rachel, right? Yeah, Bailey told yeah, Rachel that she had yeah, the power, yeah, and it's like, yeah. why would you go and tell her? She's not even anything to do with your side at that point. So um, I think piggybacking on what uh, Cody was saying, um, you know, it's also when you're under pressure. You know, you're under pressure or you have this power, your HOH or whatever, and sometimes loose lips sink ships. So you've oh, got course. the power and you get comfortable, and then you start saying stuff that you should have never said to begin with because now you've just right. run and just spilled your secrets. Right. So I think, right. Cody, right. a lot of, it, of it, what you were talking about earlier is 100% correct, and it's also like when something happens in regards to like uh, one of these different um, twists, handling it and also like handling it properly you know right right i don't know i don't know um i what do you think about sam cody i'm curious we haven't talked about sam what do you think about sam because she's she scares me a little bit (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah no doubt i mean i said uh i was telling people like that's why that's why people are scared of you know, people having guns that shouldn't. Like, Sam's one of the people that people are fucking worried about because she's legitimately crazy. And then on the other side, it's kind of sad because, like, you can tell that she probably was... She's raised to be the person she is today, right? She probably hasn't been exposed to, like, very many different types of people. And she probably was in a bubble her whole life that was, like, not very diverse. And it's, like, part of me feels bad for her and part of me is, like scared to death of her because she's fucking crazy. So, you know, I do have a little bit of sympathy, but at the same time, I mean, it's really fucking weird to see an adult, full-grown adult act the way that she does, you know? And I also think she feels very alone. Yeah. Um, yeah. In that house, you know, and from the beginning, I mean, she was a robot. I mean, she was... She was you a know, robot. Like Let's a get robot. That she was I legit think, I, a robot. I mean, legit <laughs> robot. And I'm going to be honest with you. I think that has a lot to do with the way, like, I mean, look how far she's gotten. But, I mean, that robot situation, come on. She got through that. Like, you you got to be a good, I mean, come on. They kept her. I mean, it, it said a lot about them, but. I think I think to her, I think it was really like shocking. Like like I mean, I just feel like that robot situation really kind of was the foundation of where she's at right now. Because you know how it is yeah. in that house, Michelle. Like you have your moments where you're where you're lonely. Like you feel like you have nobody there, even though you 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 make alliances and friends with people. Like you really feel alone. Like I mean, they've been in that house for over eighty nine days now, right? Wait, 
Wait, how many days? Yeah, it's uh, it's, yeah. it's 89 days, I believe, yeah? Yeah, and so, like, come on, 89 days, almost three full months without the people that you love, your 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 familiar your, your familiar surroundings, that will mess you up in that house. People, I I mean, don't you think so, Michelle? That I, it will mess you up. Oh yeah, because I had my I had my cray cray moments. Come on now. It's really yeah. fascinating the psychology of, behind that because it's to me it's very similar to how it is in army training, like basic training or the schools where I'm completely shut off from the outside world, or a, mm-hmm. how prison would be. I would imagine where you're not only locked into a very small space, but also you don't make decisions. Like, every day, you make, like, a hundred decisions. Like, where am right, I going to go exactly. Eat? What am I going to do? Yeah. You don't make any decisions in that house. When they tell you you're mm-hmm. doing a comp, you do the comp. When they right. bring you food, you eat it. You know, so when right. they tell you you right. can't go outside, you can't go outside. So you literally right. are making, like, no decisions. Like, a lot of the decisions you make every day, you're not making anymore. It's a complete, right. like, mind fuck. And then the whole putting bags over your head when you travel around and stuff like that. I, it's, it's all part of the producer's games, too, because ultimately, if they can crack someone mentally, like Sam would be an example of someone they can crack mentally, they can control her. And once producers control a couple people, it helps them do what they need to do to get the show more entertaining. And it's all part of the game. Some people are not crackable, and some people are easy to crack mentally. Yeah. But that side of it really fascinates me. Yeah, Definitely. I'm glad that they have, like, Dr. – I don't know who they have now, but they had Dr. Zachary when I was there. Mm-hmm. But, um, Lawan, I have – That's the one so they don't get sued. With, yeah, well, oh, they, I... <laughs> they have to guide, you know, guide you on which way direction you should go when you leave the house. But, Mr. Lawan, um, thank you for calling in, honey. Thank, I, I just want to say love you, love you, love you all. It was so good to talk to you, Cody. Hope to see you sooner than later. I'll, I'll see you on yeah. Twitter. I'll see you on Twitter. Glad <laughs> <laughs> uh, to meet you. Have a wonderful evening. Bye. Oh, yeah. Have a wonderful time. Bye. We have another caller also. <laughs> okay, let's pick him up quick because we have about one minute left. Hi. <laughs> we have Jason. Hi, Jason. <laughs> we got one minute to crunch time. Oh, hello. What's up, Jason? I I just, I just wanted to say on Sam's behalf um, that uh, you know if somebody put their self in a position where they were almost a recluse. That you know that how would the people do in her area? You know, I mean, there's like. She's like from a like a third a third descent a third generation I guess of mountain people. Yeah, Damn. she's probably not used to being around that many people. Yeah. It's fascinating and, uh, to think about her parents and her grandparents. They're probably all the same. Oh yeah. I mean she just knows what she knows from probably being around them and not really quite um interacting with a lot of people but this was definitely an experience for her uh kind of going out of her shell i guess you could say 
Um, to say the least. But, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, people crack under pressure that uh, live in a city like Manhattan, you know, that are surrounded by people all the time. So, but um, but thank no you doubt. so much for calling in, Jason. I'm gonna let Sam know that you had her back when I meet her next week. Okay. All righty. All right, Jason. Have a good one. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Well, Cody, it's been, I mean, I feel like we just started talking. I mean, time flies when you're having fun. That's all I got to say. Um, but I would love to have you back on again. Um, we do the show every Monday. Uh, we talk about all different types of reality shows. So if you ever want to come on, or if you want to promote anything that you're doing, um, feel free to come back on. But before you go, who do you think is going to take the win home for Big Brother? I'm going to say Casey from the beginning, so I'm sticking with Casey. Yeah, she's done really well, but I'm going to have to uh, I'm going to have to crush people's dreams and say JC, baby, he's going for the win over Angela in the final two. Wow, that would be crazy. Yeah. I said you heard there's it a bit, There's a bitter jury out there. <laughs> Well, thanks again, Cody. It was great. Yeah, it was great having you on, too. Anytime. Can you just tell people real quick how to follow you on your social media? (laughs) You got um, at Cody Thrive on Twitter, correct? Yeah, and Instagram, too. And I respond to all DMs on Instagram. So, you know, if you have any questions about TV, I enjoy helping people get on. People help me, so I kind of owe it to the community, I think. There you go. He's going to pay it forward, people. So that's Cody Thrive um, on Twitter and on Instagram. All right, Cody, well, you have a great night, and thanks again for calling in. Hey, you too. Thanks for having me. All right, bye. All right, Cherry Pie. A lot of Big Brother talk. Can you believe it's like nine days left for Big Brother? Nine. I can't. Crazy. Crazy. What are you guys going to do with the rest of your summer? Well, the summer is almost over. The rest of the few months, I guess. Well, we got Survivor coming up. David versus Goliath. Well, Cherry, I know that it's about time to close out the show. So be back here next week, guys, where I will be live in California. You heard it. So make sure you're back here at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central for Michelle out in California for the reunion, hanging with all our peeps. It's time to wrap it up. So here we go with our close for the night. Everybody have a great week here. Say prayers for those affected by Hurricane Florence. Remember to donate, if you can, to the Red Cross or to any of the organizations supporting them down there. Here's Ron to take us out for the night. Good night, all. God bless. I want to finish off the show with a little music and say to all of my listeners, thank you guys and thank you all for coming in. God bless you, and thank you for listening to the show, and it was a great one.
it's always a great one with Michelle Costa. Say good night, Michelle. Good night, everybody. Dream Big Brother. That's a wrap. Bye, Jerry. Bye. Good night. Bye, everybody. Good night.